Robbie. Yo. Are you fired up about our new official title sponsor? I really am excited. Bro, we talking level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. Have you ever heard of them, Robbie? I haven't. Bro, I just bought a new house. No joke, no game. I called the competition. I can't get a call back. Won't give me a free estimate. Can't make time for me. I'm talking about level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. They don't care if you live in Lake Charles. They don't care if you live in New Orleans. They don't care if you live in Alexandria. They're going to give you the free estimate. They're going to give you the personal touch. They're going to make sure you get what you need to succeed because level up gutters, they're winners. And winners win. Winners win. Go like level up gutters on Facebook. The phone number you need to call if you want that free estimate is 337-257-5149. That's 337-257-5149. Don't forget, winners win when you level up. Level up gutters. You've come back. This is what we've learned week four. Jay, the Tigers have played four games. And one thing I do know before we get started is that the Tigers are a lot better team than they were when we played Florida State. You agree? Oh, yeah. I think way better team. All right. We'll we'll get into that. But we always start off, Jay, I need a a Chaz Daddy Center update. Well, Daddy is getting ready for a second district game right now. They they go to South Boulevard. Home of the fighting Jeremy Strattons. Jeremy and Justin Stratton built. And uh, they go to them to be their second district game. They're 1-0 in district. They're uh, 3-1 on the season. Um, Daddy just had a big uh, first win on JV uh, Monday. They they um, That's the first win at JV at St. Louis in two years. Oh, let's go, Daddy. So, so hey, and, and Daddy must have known what he's talking about when we're talking about the pistol offense with uh, New Mexico because they played Kinder last week and they beat them 45-14. to 14. So, Daddy knew Kinder runs that pistol. They run a, a, a the veer kind of similar. It's yeah. an option attack, you know. I got you. I got you. So, Daddy know. Daddy, Daddy knows what's going right on. Now. Oh, all right. Daddy got that juice, baby. All right. So, Daddy, Daddy's hot right now. Daddy can't make it. He'll be here next week. Uh, it's my yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah. It's my fault. Yeah. I was sick yesterday. That's why this uh this episode we're recording on Thursday. I'm gonna upload it tonight. But, Daddy, my apologies. I miss you, buddy. Yeah, and then, and uh, at the end of the, uh, I talked to him at the end of the segment. We'll do Daddy's locks of the week. So I got his three games and his upset of the week. So what's just the, remind me at the end? We I got you what, what, real quick. What's Daddy's record on his picks? 
Right now, Daddy is five and five. He went two and one last week, so he's uh he's five and five oh. on the on the year. Oh, don't let Daddy get hot. Two and one. Oh, he's about to get hot, baby. Don't let Daddy get hot, and almost called the Wake Forest upset. Yeah, he called upset of the week, Wake Forest and Clemson, and uh, took Clemson uh, two overtimes to beat him. So, not a bad he's pick. Close on, he's one for one on his upsets of the week. I got another upset of the week for him. So at the end of the segment, we'll we'll do the Daddy's locks and his upset. All right, let's let's get into this episode. Jay, real quick, we did a, a reaction video on the New Mexico game. I know we covered most uh-huh. of that. Jane Daniels, 24 for 29, 279 yards. How do you think Jane, uh, Daniels played? Man, I think he looked, looked really good, man. I, I think as far as just setting his feet and throwing the ball and accuracy, that was his best game he's had of the year. Now, last week we said that it was his worst game of the year when he played uh, – Mississippi State, he didn't play terrible by no means. But I'm just saying, as far as just throwing the ball, that was the worst game he had. But last week, before he got hurt, he was, man, he was, what was he, 23 for 29 or something? 24 for 29, 279 yards. Yeah. That's, I mean, at one point in the game, we said, well, he was like, I think he was 13 for 17 or 13 for 15 or something crazy. Yeah. You know, he didn't hardly miss. So, yeah. I think he just, he's trending, he's getting better and better, more comfortable. Um, so, and, uh, something good. So we, on this podcast, we're definitely, it's no, no competition. It's team Daniels all the way, but say Daniels did get hurt. Garrett looked a little more comfortable, huh? Yeah. Daniel, I mean, uh, Nuss looked a lot better. I mean, it's, it, he couldn't have looked worse than he could in Southern, but he looked, uh, he looked a hell of a lot better. Uh, nine of against, 10, 135, thir- average of 13 yeah. and a half yards, one touchdown. And he was. About three yards away from being ten for ten, he kind of overthrew uh, Thomas on a, a go route. If he would have hit that, he would have had two touchdowns with uh, you know probably two hundred yards and ten for. All right, so Nussmeyer, uh, we gave you the stats: nine of ten, one thirty-five, one touchdown. Jay let you know he was really close to hitting that one too. Uh, you saw yeah. Jaden throw a good ball to Chris Hilton over the top. Boy, that was pretty. Yeah, and that's what I said. One thing is, I, I thought that uh, Daniels did good. I mean, he didn't throw that many, but his deep balls were, were looking a lot better, you know. All right, takeaways from so, that. Takeaways, uh, they got Noah Kane going a little bit. I think we're going to need him this week because uh, we'll know tonight. The Brian Kelly shows tonight. I'm sure he'll get asked about Armani. But at last he had heard, uh, he had said was on Monday. He was day-to-day. But good to get Noah Kane going because it's going to be all hands on deck. They're going to want to run the ball a little bit with Noah Kane. Uh, Josh Williams and John Emery. So uh, Noah Kane finished this game 11 carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns, and he ripped off a 49 yarder. Yeah, you like to you like to see Kane get going. That that got me fired up. Uh, one more thing on this game, Jay. Punt return. Do you think they stay with Besh? Yeah, I think they, Besh looked the most comfortable man. I just I, I think that Besh looks really good, man. Yeah, he, he Brian Kelly described him as fearless. And he said that can be a really good thing, and that could be a little bit of a bad thing, but they'll work on it. But So, uh, Clayton, we don't think Clayton gets any more? No, I don't think he – I mean, he might do on kick returns, but I think, I think they found their uh, their guy at, uh, at punt return for sure, man. I think I think best – I mean, it's hard to say he locked up in one game. I think Kelly's going to give him a, another chance this game, but I, I, he's sure-handed. You know, he's tough. He's not the fastest, but he'll make guys miss, and he'll, he's hard to bring down. So I, I, I figured he'd be your, your one of your better punt returners. No, I didn't think they're going into the season, but 
as far as last game, he looked he looked pretty good. It's looked weird because back there. and going into the season, they said Malik and they said Sage Ryan and Seven Banks, but they have shown no signs of Sage Ryan. You know, maybe that was just working those guys out, seeing if they could do it. But yeah. uh, Besh looked comfortable, man. I'm, I'm happy he's there. I'm, I'm excited to see how that goes. You have a uh, you have anything else on New Mexico you want to cover? Yeah. So Jack Besh, we talked about him last week uh, on the reaction how. My dad said he was the uh, best white punt return since Todd Kitchen. And I looked at him up, and Todd Kitchen was uh, – he was like first team all-conference um, in 1990 and 1991, uh, punt returner and wide receiver. So, he must have been pretty good. So, that's why Hammer remembered him. Oh, yeah. And his brother was also a tight end. He was from Baton Rouge area. They went to a school – I don't remember the name of the high school they went to, but it, it, it's not a school no more. It's – um. It's uh, it's now it's Dunham. It, it, it moved to Dunham. Now. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. So now the same school that uh, that their Stingley went to. Yeah, Dunham Price. Yeah, but it's, it was something else uh, back then. It changed name, but anyway. So I just thought that a little fun fact for you. All right. So uh, we're wrapped up with New Mexico. Jay, I got some real quick tidbits on Brian Kelly press conference. Okay. Uh, he started off LSU's overall record against this is uh, his Monday presser. I'm sorry. He started off LSU's overall record against Auburn, 31-24-1. and 24 and 1. Auburn has won the last two meetings, though. I, I forgot that they have won the last two meetings, by the way. The, you, yeah. had, you, oh, had yeah. the, you had the, the, the Johnny Manziel game from uh, Pimpleface last year. Last year, yeah. And then the year before that was the COVID <clears throat> year, and that was still Gus Malzahn. And yeah, I don't remember a lot a about that game. Oh, yeah, it was T.J. Finley, huh? Yep. Yeah, it was a beatdown. It's 48 to – 11, I believe. I think that was on Halloween night, too. Yeah, that was, that was bad. All right. That's what I do remember now. So, he said, uh, Kelly really appreciates the team, how they've embraced change and the faith, faith in the coaching staff. It's led them to play in more consistency and uh, having a modest win streak. He said, Auburn is a team's first true road game. Uh, we'll need to avoid distractions and, and whatever come with that. He said, Auburn's running backs are outstanding. He complimented Tank Biz, Bigsby. Talked about Robbie Ashford, who they're going to start at quarterback. He's a great runner, dual threat, very athletic. On defense, Derek Hall's a game wrecker. I know that's one of their their main guys. He's a defensive end. You'll see him. He'll flash Derek Hall. I wonder. I don't know what side he's on. I wonder if they're going to put him over Campbell. They'll probably put him on Emory's side, if I had to take a guess. But yeah. uh, LSU's defense both pre- preparing for Ashford and Finley. So this was Monday at the time. We now know that Finley's out. He will not play. Uh, injury update, <clears throat> the most important one. Jane Daniels, good to go. Jay Ward, uh, also able to go. Goodwin is day-to-day. We still don't know anything about Goodwin. We talked on that. Jay, big deal mm-hmm. right here. Joe Fouché coming back this week. Can you kind of break that yeah. down, why that's such a big deal? <clears throat> yeah, if, uh, you know, if Burns is out, then um, then Fouché is, has to step in and, and play lights out, man. And I think he can because he, he's, he's played in 50-something games. He started in two years. He was a team captain at Arkansas, really good uh, player for Arkansas for two years. So I, I think that, that uh, Fouché can kind of be the, you know, the quarterback of the defense, kind of take Burns' place. And, and that's what I said. It sucks that Burns had to get hurt, but it's a good thing uh, props to Kelly and Frank and whoever went and got Fouché out of transfer portal coming back home, and this is what they brought these guys in for. And Joe Fouché, he was like, like a SWAT team member on our on on this. Yeah, team. yeah, he was one of the yeah he was one of the captains. It's just it, it sucks for him that he had to miss four games, but I'm glad that he gets to come back and is um 
I wish it could be in Tiger Stadium, his opening game, but that's okay. He'll get, he'll get plenty of chance to prove that Tiger Stadium. So, all right, touching on Fouché, uh, Brian Kelly says Fouché has been actively involved in practice. He has also played on scout team and made an impact, and he's ready to play right away. He was asked about yeah. Kayshawn Butte. He said Butte will be back for Auburn. Harold Perkins, we've touched on him. This is a pro Harold Perkins, and how can you not be podcast has all the tools to be a very to be successful. He's very coachable. Always wants to get better. Offensive line, they they did not have a banner day against New Mexico, but New Mexico made it difficult how they lined up. I know wherever they were, they never went in that direction. They were doing a lot of moving. I, I did know that watching the film back. Uh, Charles Turner at center, he does great communicating, but competition about to get really hard for him. He is helped out by having two physical guards next to him. Man, Jay, we need Charles Turner to play big this weekend because yeah, uh, Charles Turner is good, man. Uh, who, who the guy who's usually left to him, he's out. You want to go ahead and drop that info. Who who's going to be missing for us this weekend? Yeah, uh, Dellinger, man, a sophomore uh, guard. You know, he's he been playing really good. He's been graded at PFF um, highest. Uh, offensive lineman, second highest offensive line on the team so far this year. Um, I just think that that's a big deal. Hopefully, Anthony Bradford can step in and and play half as good as he can is supposed to be able to play. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. Will so, Campbell has done good all year. Charles Turner's done done good in the, in the last two three games. Um, Miles Frazier's kind of been suspect. I mean, he, he's been good enough. Emory Jones looks really good for freshman too. And so Anthony Bradford has to step up. If it's not him, somebody has to step up. I don't know who. Somebody has to step up, man. All right. So um, Kelly said, since Auburn has a mobile quarterback, the LSU defense will practice more against Daniels this week. And so they're going to go a lot of one-on-one versus ones this week because they they got it. Robbie Ashford can run. Uh, Yeah. And I'm going to quote T-Bob Abair real quick. Well, well, what do you think that's going to be? What do you mean? You're going to put Perkins in that spot covers, baby. Oh, man. I like that. Oh, hey, yeah. I, I bet he can run, but I know Harold can run too. Oh, oh yeah. So uh, I'm going to quote T. Y. Baybear. He said, "If you are, are you, if you're talking shit about, he didn't say talking shit, but if you're talking about Daniels, our quarterback being a one read and run quarterback, that's blatantly not true, and you don't know anything about football. But if you want to talk one read and run, watch Robbie Ashford against Missouri last weekend. He is truly." And I think it's part of it, keeping it simple for him. You know, trying not to have negative plays. It's real smart. Run a high percentage play, one read, boom, take off. So we need uh, – I know practicing with Daniels will help this week. And they've seen Daniels all throughout the spring. It's uh, I mean, this kid, he, he is fast. He's not going to try to kill you. Uh, he's not going to – I don't think they're going to want him to throw the ball a whole lot. Looking at the stats, uh, Robbie Ashford last week was 12 of 18 with 127 yards. They're not going to – so, Jay, just from the outside looking in, from two dumb guys from a Class C uh, high school, do you think you could absolutely just say make him beat us passing and sell out? Yeah, that's what I, I mean, that's what I would w- want to do. You know, you, you, you do the same thing you do to him as you would uh, Richardson from Florida. Just contain him make, him, make him stay in the pocket and beat you passing, man. And I know one body, no, I know one person who's earning the faith of the t- uh, Tiger fans is I believe Matt House is going to have our guys in the right place. Yeah, cause, and, and big big props to, to Matt House. I, I don't ever remember. I mean, uh, it's, it's hard to compare. I know I'm, I want to say Matt House, the best defense coordinator we ever had, because no, we won't have sample size of it. But I don't remember LSU playing defense as good as this two weeks in a row when it's so different 
ends of the spectrum, an offensive scheme. They played an air raid offense one one week and held them to under 300 yards. Then they played them an option attack and held them under 100 yards. So I don't remember LSU playing two two teams back-to-back and have to, have to uh, prepare for two opposite ends of the spectrum, deep uh, offensive scheme like that. I mean, somebody could probably say they, they remember that. I, I don't remember. That's what I said. They look really good for 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 preparing for that man. They look they look really prepared. I mean, all right, we're done with the uh, BK Monday presser. Going into our next segment, we're going straight into our Auburn breakdown. We're going to dive a little bit deeper on Auburn. Jay, what what you got first? No, I was just going to uh, just look at the uh, the numbers, you know, overall from a stat standpoint. But we, you know, Auburn LSU Auburn plays six six p.m. on ESPN. Um, LSU currently is a eight-point favorite. They were a uh, a nine-point favorite yesterday, but they now they're eight-point favorite. Um, so, so they're three and one. LSU is also three and one. Um, so LSU overall total total offense overall uh, yardage wise, where do you think they rank at, Rob? LSU. I I, I half-ass know the answer to this, so. Yeah, it's uh, it's right behind Ole Miss. Is it in the twenties? Twenty second overall. Okay, four hundred and eighty seven yards a game. Auburn ranks ninety seventh with three hundred thirty six yards a game. Yikes! So LSU is fortieth in passing and thirty fifth in uh, rushing. Auburn is ninety sixth in passing with one hundred ninety nine yards and seventy eighth in rushing. And in total defense, LSU ranks seventh, uh, right behind uh. For yards allowed right behind Georgia. They're 256 yards a game and eighth in points allowed per game, 13.3, where Auburn sits at 55th uh, with 373 yards allowed and 51st in points allowed, 23.7 points allowed. So I was just doing like a little comparing stat-wise from a standpoint. Because their, their opponents, even though Auburn has they, – they say they have the better strength of schedule, uh, but their, uh, their schedules are pretty similar, you know. The LSU is um, they they played Florida State, who is now ranked and undefeated. Who that, that looks good. Lost by one point to Florida State. Now they're number twenty three. So that looks a lot better for LSU. Yeah. Auburn has Auburn has beaten Mercer, they've who's an FCS school, who's three and one. They've beaten San Jose State 20, 24 to twenty four to twenty six, and they beat a two and two. Uh, Mizzou team in overtime. Missouri is not that good. And Missouri should and have then, won twice. Yeah, Missouri should. Have, you're right. They should have won twice. And uh, they they lost a they lost a bad loss to uh, number 22 Penn State. Who Penn State number 11 this week? But but we'll see how good Penn State is because uh, next not starting uh week seven, Miss Penn State plays back to back to back at number four Michigan. Number twenty-one Minnesota and number three Ohio State back to back to back. So we we'll see how good Penn State is That's starting right. week seven. That's right. So you know, the only time that Auburn has scored over twenty-five points this year was against Mercer. That's 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 and, not good. And they man. played Mercer and San Jose State fairly close. No, no, they played San Jose State very. San close. Jose State close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-four to sixteen. It was like San Jose State was up like thirteen to ten going to the fourth quarter or something like that. Jay, did so, you see that AJ McCarron said that their coach already knows he's fired? Like he already got told. Harson. Yes. 
No, no. The only thing I, you told me earlier in the year that Jake Crane on that uh, podcast said that he's an Auburn alumni, right? Correct. His dad was an All-American at Auburn, and he's a big Auburn fan. I think he played okay. college baseball at some okay. smaller school, but he's a big okay. Auburn fan. Okay. Yeah. You told me that he said that Harson will be fired by the end of October. He did say that. that. I told you that for okay. the season. Yep. Yeah, well, that's crazy. Man. And uh, A.J. McCarron, we all know if you're an LSU fan, I mean, you know A.J. McCarron was a quarterback at Alabama. He said on AI.com yesterday on a podcast that he was told from the inside that Harson has already been told uh, that he was going to get – he got told before the Missouri game that if he lost, he's out. So it almost feels like they got Georgia next week. I think no matter what, he's fired after the Georgia game. But <laughs> I think we could put the nail yeah, in they, his coffin, to, you know, Saturday. If LSU wins, they, they whip them pretty good. I'm not saying they will. You know, the point spread is eight, nine, whatever, whatever betting uh, you want to go by. But if they beat them pretty good, which I, I really think they can. I, I'm not saying that they, they're going to. Don't don't quote me on this, Jason. They're going to beat them by 45. No, no, no. I'm saying that if, if LSU's played just as good as they did in the second half of that Mississippi State game and most and most of the New Mexico game, I, just, I understand New Mexico and, and Auburn are two different animals when you're looking at apples and oranges. But I'm saying if they play well enough, I really think that they can beat them by double digits. I really think they can beat them by 17, by – by 10 to 17 points, somewhere in that range. Now, can they win by one point at last second field goal like it's been in the past? Yes. Because uh, I don't remember last time LSU was beating Auburn pretty good. 2015, me and you were there. The Leonard Fournette game, people flying over his, his head. That's the last time I can remember. So last time they beat them pretty good. That was at home. That was at home. Yeah, so usually it's always a wild, wacky year, but this year it just seems like it feels different. You know, Auburn doesn't – you know, there's, there's, you know, clouds above uh, the Auburn program right now where the, is the coach fired, is he not fired, what's going on. T.J. Finley's out, they're starting quarterbacks out, so they're backups in. Zach Calzada, who beat Alabama for uh, A&M last year, he out the rest of the year for shoulder surgery. Starting center out. Starting center out. Um so there's a lot of there's a lot of questions going on. There's a lot of stuff going on in Auburn right now. You like, know? Jay, if um, we want to if we want to be correct me if I'm wrong. If we want to be the team that I we kind of talked about before the season, and uh, you know eight nine wins, uh, maybe even ten win team. Uh, you got to just go take care of Auburn. Like they're down this year. Yeah, like, yeah. You got you got to take care of business, man. You does got it? To. And I want you to to be 100 percent honest with me. Does it feel like if you go, we have not been notoriously good this year in the two big games we played of starting early. Does it feel like if mm-hmm. we jump out to fourteen nothing that that place just dies? It deflates that fucking place. I, I think so too, man. I, they, they have to they have to, they, they have to start on the road. They have to start a lot better than they have against Mississippi State and Florida State. They have to start better. They have to. It, it feels you know, like if we go up seven nothing and we linger around the first quarter and nothing happens and middle yeah. of the second go quarter on. Tank Brig- go, Bigsby go, go breaks on. a big run, like you know, it feels yeah, like yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, they get they got to man. They got they got to they got to start a lot faster. They got to start the uh, uh, Jaden and Tempo. They just got to start faster, um, you know. And their quarterback play has not been great this year, man. It just hasn't been. Uh, you know, Finley and and uh, Ashford transfer from Oregon, right, to play they come to play baseball and quarterback, correct? Yep. Well, no, I don't know about they, that. He was a baseball player at Oregon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought he transferred to Auburn to play he might football have. He and might baseball. Have. Yeah. So, so on the year they played four games on the year. Their quarterbacks have thrown two touchdowns and six interceptions on the year. You know, that's not against lesser than stellar uh, 
competition, you know, Mizzou, San Jose State, Mercer. I mean, that, they, they should be lighting it up against them teams. Those they are stat be. stuff in teams. Yeah. And they just ha- haven't been. So, I yeah. Just, I, I, the more I, I think just, about it, Jay, I just like LSU has to take advantage of the situation because you've said it. All these years, man, it's always a weird, wacky game with Auburn. There's never been a chance. Even, dude, you got to go back to that 2015 game where we busted their ass. They were ranked. Their quarterback, I think his name was like Jeremy Johnson. He was a Heisman candidate going into the season. Yeah, like, he was a. Uh, I don't know a Heisman. It was was that a uh, um, the quarterback trophy uh, every year. I can't. Davy O'Brien. Davy O'Brien. Davy O'Brien. He was on the watch list for sure. I mean, you know, didn't this dude and and like. I can't remember where we have been like, okay, I can't remember when we've been an eight to 10 point favorite against Auburn. Yeah, I know. At Auburn, too. At Auburn. Except so, eight, like, eight, 18 of the last 22 winners have all been at home. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, they broke so, the streak with uh, in COVID year, beating us at. at yeah. Yep. So, so there's, there's a couple of uh, Auburn fun facts I got for you. Let's get them. So, Auburn, Auburn is five and two under Harson when leading a half, but they're three and four when not. So if LSU goes into halftime, they got a better chance, you know, leading. Auburn is uh, one and three on the year when they ru- uh, rush for uh, not on the year, but on, under Harson when they ru- uh, rush for less than a hundred yards. But without Harson, they're fifteen and five when they rush for over hundred yards. Okay. So we hold them. So we hold going in halftime, hold them under hundred yards. Should have the game in the bag as far as it looks like here. It's an Auburn is one and five under Harson with sco- scoring fewer than thirteen points per game. And they've only scored over 25 one time, 24 once and 25 once. The other two times was was 17 overtime and 12 against Penn State. So they're not a very high-scoring uh, team. So they're not a very high-scoring team. So it proves our point that if you go in there and you hit them in the mouth and take a 14-0 lead, you don't yeah. have the – what does it take to get back 14 nothing? You need a high-powered offense. You need to be able to drive the ball down the field. They don't do that. They don't have a very good offense. You can no, sell no. out on Robbie Ashford. We just need to come to a good start. Because if we really call on a spade a spade, the two big games we've played, we had slow starts in both of those big games. Yeah, and, and Auburn is 109th out of 131 in points per game, 17.7 points per game. I love it. So, yeah, I just I, like you said, LSU's got to go in there with the mindset is, mindset is we're just going to bully this team. Matt House hopefully has a great uh, game plan against their uh, backup quarterback and uh, – and just and Fouché, hopefully Fouché can can carry the load of safety, uh, fill the void, and you know let Jay Ward and Harold Perkins go play. Man, Ojolari's coming back, so you know, our best pass rusher. So we, we should be good to go, man. All right, uh, I think we need to take advantage of it. I looked at the weather earlier today, and the tropical storm is moving more east than it was supposed to be. It was like two percent chance of rain in Auburn. Like it's going to be that's good. The high that's of good. like high of like seventy five and no rain. Well, that's good. Perfect weather. All right, that that uh, Jay gave you some fun facts on Auburn. Let, uh, real quick, Jay, uh, let's give our prediction. What then we're got? gonna go into Week Four and, and Week Five college football talk. What's your prediction for okay. this LSU Auburn game? So, I'm thinking like somewhere around like uh, maybe like thirty-one twenty, something like that. All right, I'm going to take 27-21, and, and Tigers don't cover. So, don't cover. Yeah, uh, I think it's 
we could I think and look they could I think we could hit a late play. We have shown that we get stronger as the, as the game goes, or at least we don't wear down as the two. Every sample we have, including those two games where I said we start slow, we also finish strong. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a late a late field goal or a late touchdown to cover. But I'm an LSU fan. I'm used to getting my heart broke, so I'm staying on the safe side. Twenty seven, twenty one. I think we win. <laughs> but uh, all right, Jay. Week four. You got some week four games you want to talk about? Yeah, I'll just talk about – I always like – that's one of my favorite segments, just talk about some of the games and what we watch and stuff. And uh, so week four, right out of the game, we're going to talk about Arkansas and A&M. Oh my. Arkansas lost, lost to A&M 21-23. They missed a 42-yard field goal with 35 – a minute and 35 seconds. Hit the top of the upright. Have you Very ever seen that? Top. I've never seen – no, I've never seen that. Me neither. Man. Arkansas went up 14 to nothing. And they let A and M come back in the game. Some terrible mistakes, and and Arkansas should have won that game, man. But they didn't. But they didn't. And the yeah, fighting exactly. Jimbo's lived to fight another day. Fighting Jimbo's, and so now they're gaining confidence, man. Yeah. The next the next game, which was one of the games I was most excited about to watch, besides LSU, was uh, the Florida Tennessee game. And uh, Tennessee in a number eleven. Uh, Florida's number twenty at number eleven. Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee won 38-33. <clears throat> Tennessee was one and sixteen in the last seventeen meetings against Florida. One and sixteen, Rob. That's tough. That's, bad. That's tough. So Tennessee went up thirty-eight to twenty-one with about seven minutes and fifty seconds left to go. Florida scored, missed a two-point conversion, and recovered an onside kick uh, down five. So, so, uh, but then Richardson threw a, a interception. So Richardson on this game, we've been we've been bashing him the last two weeks. So in this game, he was twenty four for forty four, which is you know not great, uh, you know percentage wise. But he had four hundred fifty three yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception. He had seventeen carries, sixty two yards, and two touchdowns. So in this game alone, he had more passing yards than he had the three previous games. <laughs> I hope that's a telltale sign of Tennessee's defense coming up, Jay. That's a, you know yeah, I mean like saying. a little look into the future uh, for us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it was bragging about Tennessee's defense. That's why I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was. Uh, but Tennessee ended up getting the win, so I was happy. No matter how, how. Another one I want to talk about after that was we talked about it last week on the podcast. We reviewed the week how how we was we was excited for Miami to go to A uh, and M and beat them, and how bad Miami looked. Well, we was right. Miami is bad. They, they lost to Middle Tennessee. <laughs> they lost to Middle Tennessee uh, State, forty-five to thirty-one. Jay, this I hope, was. I hope that's a little telltale sign and, about A and M too. And, and did you watch any of that game, Rob? Any no, I did, I did not. I, no, I did not. Uh, okay, if you go back and watch, the, just watch the highlights. Don't even watch the game. Just watch the highlights. I'm telling you, there was maybe ten thousand fans in the stand. That's embarrassing, maybe. ain't it? A top twenty-five team have. Ten thousand, and how 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 can you tell me this is the same or convince me this is the same fan base, Rob, that brought forty five thousand people to Jerry World in two thousand eighteen? I don't get it, dude. I, it, look, if, if unless you were there in twenty eighteen, don't miss me with it because they brought on pretty much half of Jerry World there. It was almost it was like it was like fifty five forty five percent LSU. You know, man. I mean, that you're so, right. Where where so, the where the so hell are they at? They're top twenty five team, and they they brought ten thousand fans. In the stands, I, maybe I, I'm giving them some. I'm yeah. telling you, yeah. The, the whole the whole stadium looked blue because nothing but their blue their their seats are blue, so the whole stadium looked blue. You barely seen random fans here and there. That's good. Why the hell so, would you want to go so, there? I don't know, man. Yeah. So, 
So anyway, Middle Tennessee, that was their first win ever over a top 25 team. But also, listen, Miami is 0-3 versus Middle Tennessee State. What the hell? <laughs> They're 0-3. Every time they play Middle Tennessee Boy, State. Boy, that's a hell of a stat. No, I mean, that's a hell that's, of a stat. That's, that's Miami's third loss versus a Conference UA, USA team since 2019. They lost to FIU. And Louisiana Tech in 2019. I watched the Louisiana Tech game. I remember that one. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so Miami. Miami's got a lot. Crystal Ball's got his work cut out for him. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a lot of people saying that he's really kind of overrated. And, and if you really look at his, his coaching stats, that like maybe they maybe he's not the guy. But, I mean, it's still a time. I kind of think he's going to do yeah, it a little yeah, better. Yeah, yeah but I think so, too. I saw a deep dive on his head coaching record, and it's really not as good as you think. Yeah, well, I think his head coaching record is like ninety seven and ninety five or something. I know we we talked about it on the podcast too. I, okay. I I think it's I think it's good that for Miami to be good. I think it would be good for college football. Now I don't care about Notre Dame. I don't care about USC. I think it would be good for Miami to be good. I just don't want Clemson to Clemson to just keep, no. That's what I'm know. saying. So, somebody somebody has to challenge Clemson. They can't just run unscathed, almost like Boise State. You know. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> anyway. You got another game. Yeah. So. Kansas uh, State beat Oklahoma. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, they beat Oklahoma, um, forty-one to thirty-four. That's a uh, that's like I think they beat Oklahoma three out of the last four times. Man. I know it's like death taxes and Kansas State probably going to beat the Sooners. Yeah, yeah, they beat them. They beat them three out of the last four, and they beat them uh, five out of the last eleven. Since two thousand twelve, they beat them five times. That's wild, dude. That really is a wild. Oh step. yeah. And, and they, Kansas State had 509 yards of total offense. Oklahoma had 550 yards of total offense. Jesus. So, so 1,060 yards combined. So, no defense, man. No defense. And uh, Brent Venables, I, thought, I, I really thought, think Brent Venables. I, was say, I thought, yeah. I think, I think in two years he is going to have guys there because that he, I think he can coach defense, bro. But yeah, yeah, he ain't. He's got nothing but Lincoln Riley's guys trying to play defense. He's got. He's got. He's got the work cut out for him. Too. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. And then the next one is uh, number twenty-two Texas at uh, Texas Tech. They lost in overtime, thirty-seven to thirty-four. Uh, Robinson at um, running back. Yep. He he fumbled in overtime. Oh, I didn't for, know that. For Texas, yeah, fumbled in overtime for Texas Tech to go up to win. That's not um, good for his Heisman campaign. That he that don't get it Texas, twisted. He oh was, yeah, he, I think he was the highest rated running back. I mean, he had the best odds for a running back to win the Heisman. Yeah, game. yeah, and uh, that's the first time Texas Tech beat them since two thousand and eight, I believe. Damn, when so, was the Crabtree game? Like, what year was that? Two thousand eight. That was oh eight. Damn, I thought 08. that was like oh six for some reason. Uh, oh eight. I got you. So, um, and the next one was it's crazy is that. Kansas beat Duke. Yeah, Kansas four is now four and zero. Yeah. So Kansas. The reason why I'm talking about this one is because Miles must have been that bad. Because there's no way this dude recruited his ass off in two years. That Miles been gone. Yeah. Correct. Uh, correct. So Kansas. This is first Kansas four and zero start since 2009. So unless Miles was there in two years, Kansas went three and eighteen. So. This guy has won more games in this year than Miles did in two years. Oh my God, it's another hell! You're bringing the good, <laughs> you're bringing the stats today, bro. Hey, I, bad, that, that guy, he's gonna get, he's gonna get a, a big head coaching job, dude. Oh yeah, he might. Any on the Arizona State? Uh, uh, he's, he's gonna get, both he's gonna get a big Power Five job, dude. No, I'm just saying, like any on both of their lists. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Oregon, number fifteen, Oregon. Uh, Played at Washington State, they beat them forty-four to forty-one. 
And Oregon scored 29 points in the fourth quarter. Bo Nix was a uh, you know, good bow and bad bow. Then there was great bow in the second half. He was 33 of 44, 430 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, six carries and 30 yards. He was the reason why they won that game. Like 29 points in the fourth quarter, man. That's crazy. Come back and beat them. Pimples Nicks. Oh, yeah. We, we know we know about that, Bo. Yeah, that's right. So, so the next one was number seven, USC um, at Oregon State. Uh, USC uh, beat them 17 to 14. Um, Oregon State had a chance to win. They was marching down the field with 40 seconds left, and the quarterback threw a, a, a interception. It was tipped off of his players, and uh, USC intercepted it. So, Oregon State had a chance to win it, man. I know. If they would have completed, if they would have made that reception instead of dropping it or letting it go through his hands. It'd have been in field goal range, at least tied up. I know it feels like USC's only got like one tough game left too. They're probably going to go undefeated. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah Bang Lincoln Riley looks like a genius I right know, now. I know, I know, right? <laughs> So, so the last one I want to talk about was Minnesota. Minnesota uh, beat uh, at Michigan State thirty-four to seven. They steamrolled them, man. Mel Tucker so, having not a not as good of a second well, year. That's what I was about to tell you. So Michigan State started out the year at number fifteen ranked, and they went two and zero. Then they got to number eleven, and they lost at Washington thirty-nine to twenty-eight. They lost, and then, and then they just lost this one pretty bad. So. They was big time overrated. So, is Mel Tucker that bad, or is it time to row the boat? Bro? Oh man, I know you. Oh. I know you kind of like him. Oh yeah, I used to like him a lot, man. Row the boat, baby. It's, it's time. He's got a. I think he's got a big game this week. I'm I, I really yeah, not sure. They ranked. They, they jumped up number twenty one, so they ranked now. So, Mister so Row the Boat might finally have it together. It takes time, man. Oh uh, hell yeah. All right, yep. Jay. Let's let's fly through these week five games. Give me give me like five games real quick, and we'll we'll wrap it up. We'll go to Daddy's Locks, and we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Well. Uh, so um, Friday night, uh, tomorrow night, we they got uh, number fifteen Washington at UCLA. Washington on uh nine thirty on ESPN late game. Washington is a three point favorite. Uh, you think Washington get it done or no? Michael Penix. I think there's a quarterback's name. The saying he killed Michigan State. I think he's leading the nation in passing yards. Penix Penix beats uh Chip Kelly. Give me Washington. Oh, that's that's Brian Kelly's brother. Yeah, that's right. No, 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 no. Oh, cousin, first cousin, first cousin. Yeah. Oh, um, they family. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wait, yeah. <laughs> me and my family. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I don't even think that it was that big of a accent uh thing. I don't even. Anyway, yeah, they so. they got blown out of proportion. So, so yeah. So, 11 o'clock on ESPN, number seven, Kentucky, at number 14, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, it was. It, it moved up to seven today, or at least on my sports book. Seven? Yeah, I, I, got, okay. I locked it in today. I got Kentucky plus seven. I, I, I think uh, I think Kentucky – I really like the way they're playing. I really like Stoops. Uh, I like that quarterback, man. I, I think Kentucky is going to go in there and beat them. Yeah, my, and Ole Miss just coming off not scoring any points in the second half. Against yeah. Tulsa, Stoops, the way they play the game kind of controls clock in the game. And, and I'm getting seven points. Give me Kentucky and seven, and they might win outright. I think so, too. Yep. All right. So then the 230 on CBS, you got number two Alabama, 17.5 point favorite at number 20, Arkansas. Alabama barely covers. They win by 20. Win by 20? Okay. Yep. Um, and then 230 on Fox, you got number nine Oklahoma State at number 16, Baylor. Baylor's a two point favorite. I bet a large amount on the under. 
What's the under? I think it's 56 and a half is what I got it at. I think Dave okay. Aranda is going to coach a hell of a game. Uh, Mike Gundy, this is not your 2011 uh, hey, Oklahoma State game. Mulletless Mike. Yeah, Gundy. this ain't – yeah, correct. This ain't the rip it and running fun and gun air raid. Yeah, he, he's kind of – He's kind of reverted like back to Les Miles, man, where he wants to run the ball a lot. You that's know? what I'm saying. Went, Beth, hammer the under. Win with defense. Yep. Yeah, win with defense. That's it's weird, you know. Hammer the under. So, uh, and then um, two thirty on ABC, uh, number twenty two Wake Forest at number twenty three Florida State. Florida State's a seven point favorite, man. I got Wake and seven. I took the underdog again too. Okay. You think you think Florida's gonna uh, win outright, or you just Florida State? I think Florida. Oh, fuck. Florida State? Yeah, I think their defensive line is – we're seeing that they they were a little bit better than what we thought. But that slow mesh offense that they run, dude, Wake Forest, they always gash people, bro. Even Clemson, they gashed them. Yeah. Uh, Florida State wins a close one. They stay undefeated. And uh, Wake Forest covers seven. Well, if Florida State wins a close one and stays undefeated, LSU handles Auburn this week. I mean, handles them like 10 points, yeah. 13 points, seven. I think I think LSU might jump into the top twenty-five. Well, that'd be nice to be like number twenty-four, twenty-five with Tennessee coming to town. I think it will be. I think right, it will. Man. Let's go. Love it. Uh, Three p.m. on SEC Network. Number seventeen, A and M at Mississippi State. Mississippi, Mississippi State wins outright. Mississippi State's a four-point favorite. Mississippi State money line. They went outright. It could be. It could be a close one. Mississippi State wins. I think Jimbo's so, lux ran out. Jimbo's really lux ran so. out. I hope I hope the pirate gets him, man. Please let the pirate. Get yeah, they they beat him last year. Mississippi State beat him last year. Like this is. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember that. Their defense is a lot more pesky than what you think. Yeah, I, but they're 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 going to the what what's it called the Cowbell Stadium. I don't know what it's called. Oh, uh, oh, Davis Wade. Davis Wade. Yeah. With Stingrays leading the charge, baby. Oh yeah, they're gonna the Cowbells too much. Cowbell. Uh, Will Rogers plays a good game, and A and M lost their their number one wide receiver. Uh, yeah. eight, they're gonna they're gonna contain the HN kid. I think he's one of. The, I really think he. I, I kind of suck his dick. He's one of the most talented players in in football. But he's good, man. He's he, good. He's so fucking fast. But he ain't enough. Uh, Bulldogs win. And outright. that number, I think that number uh, zero that the, their best receiver is hurt. He's out. For yeah, a, yeah. A and M's out. So uh, so six thirty on e, on ABC number ten, NC State versus uh at number five Clemson. Clemson's a six and a half point favorite. That's a good one to watch. Oh, God, I'm not. I'm not picking that. <laughs> You're not picking that one. <laughs> no, fuck Clemson. I hope Dabo and, loses. And and this was this was this is a kind of intriguing matchup. We always always throw one in there, Rob, for you. All right. Six thirty on Big Ten Network. Three and one Indiana at one and three Nebraska. Nebraska is a five and a half point favorite. What now the why, fuck? Now why is Nebraska five and a half point favorite? Oh my God, they know something we don't know. That's what I said. They know something that we don't know. And when usually that happens, I always say pick that team and take the points. I yeah. said it for Washington. Yeah, yeah. I said it last week for some other team. I All said right. take well, the well, points. I'm, ta- I'm doing it. I'm riding. I'm putting it in as soon as we get off this podcast. I'm riding with you. So uh, so now we got your favorite segment of the uh, podcast. This is Daddy Locks, an upset of the week. So Daddy said he's taking – Indiana plus five and a half at Ooh, Nebraska. Okay, okay. All right. All right, Daddy. He's, Playing with fire, he's Daddy. Take, he's taking number seven, Kentucky, uh, plus seven points at Ole Miss. I got that. I'm riding with you, Daddy. I got that a couple different ways. I got it parlayed and I got it outright. He's, he's taking 
He said, give me Arkansas in the points, baby. Ooh, see, I said, taking, I said a close spread. I said 20. Like, don't be surprised if they keep it close. Yeah. And that's, that is three locks of the week. So that is at five and five, like we said earlier. So if you go, you know, hopefully you can get uh, on the positive side. And daddy's upset of the week is Mississippi. Mississippi State over A and M. Well, that's not an upset. Their favorite, but well, it's, it's, no, no, it's, no, it's not. Up. It is as far as ranking wise. You're not talking about point spread, so that's up. That's upset, man. I guess I mean, number I guess. seventeen goes. Yeah, number seventeen goes into an unranked opponent's uh, house. That's a you know, that's an upset. I, I guess I, I see it as the actual betting favorite is is Mississippi yeah, State. No, no, but no, I, I see it. I see it. I get it, Daddy. I feel you. Yeah. So I like it. I'm riding with him. I got Mississippi State uh, money line too. So I'm kind of riding with Daddy. So if Daddy has a good week, I'm gonna make some money. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, Jay, I appreciate you calling in. Sorry we couldn't do it in the studio. I was sick yesterday, but we're 45 minutes in. We had a great episode. Jay, I appreciate you, man. All right, man. Later, buddy. Bye. All right. This is Winner's Win. Thank you all very much. So dirty jumper wet so I keep it clean.